rejoin the party on the road from Gafreda south to Gore's Point. Uh, you will have had a full night's rest in Gafreda after encountering the woman at the temple and uh, you have headed out of town, I imagine, relatively swiftly since you are kind of overdue for the time when you were set to meet with uh orias um he said he would be in gore's point um essentially a few days uh which we'll say is usually about three um this will be the third uh day so coming in kind of at the last point um from uh from his message but um that will be this day it is uh, very early morning, I think, probably when you set off. Um, we'll say it is nine, or do you think you would leave very early? You guys tell me what time it is, actually. When do you think you'd leave? Seven. Seven a.m.? Right. I think we'll leave pretty uh, yeah, early so like, we don't miss him. I feel like we'd set pretty early just to get into, like, I would want to arrive at Gore's Point around, like, nine or ten. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be like the beginning of daylight hours. You'll probably arrive. So, um, heading down this, um, coastal road, um, it's a pretty, uh, decent road, uh, considering you've been traveling all over this part of the, the realm, the, uh, the coastal road here is pretty decent considering it goes from, uh, the greater city of Gafreda down to Gore's Point. Uh, have any of you been to Gore's Point before, do you think? I don't know if any of you really would have done. Maybe even Will wouldn't have done. I don't know why you would have... I don't think I've ever had have reason we? to go Maybe south. we kept this all this time from each other? <laughs> You've all been there. It's where you were all born. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why anyone would have been there. It's a very small little, uh, kind of off the, uh, off the beaten track, um, place. Um, but the road itself is pretty decent and well used. Gores Point and Perio Port, um, the port at Perio being the, uh, uh, one of the main, um, uh, access points to the, uh, Shadow Elven Kingdom at the bottom of the, uh, the south of the map here, with, um, little ferries going over from Perio Point to, uh, port to, uh, Oilane. So, uh, yeah, this is a decent road. That is um very good for you people because it means there is nothing on it no bandits no things no demonic entities rushing at you in the morning dark no uh um no creatures no wyverns plucking no people. navigation checks and no checks you get free <laughs> so travel today one. um Yay. i rolled one dice for you and i think it was about two weeks ago uh, now for like whether one crazy thing would happen to you on the road. Um, other than that, I think you're pretty good going because this is one of the better roads and one of the better well-trod uh, places. Gafreda takes care of its kingdom area a little bit, so it's uh, not usually that dangerous. Although you are heading to Gore's Point where some of the most dangerous people in the world are because you know who's there. So I think... Um, we join you on this short journey it's maybe uh two or three hours depending on kind of how um hard you are trekking um and 
I think, um, do you guys have a plan? Um, or do you think you will have discussed a plan? Or do you think you will be discussing a plan now? Or your arrival at Gore's Point? Of course, Arias said he would meet you there. Um, the last time, as a reminder for everyone, that you guys encountered um, Arias was at Som's Point, where you kind of entered into a very wary um, agreement somewhat, that you would go into the mist to investigate what he understood to be a, a point of um, importance. He understood that it was and didn't seem to be able to get there himself, but you guys seem to be able to range out into the mist um, much further than uh, people seem to be able to. Um, so that was when he sent you guys very far um, north into the mist up to where the, uh, the um, first set of handprints that you encountered were um, and Eldarin's uh, grave. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was like, you go and do that and tell me what you find because I know there's something there and I know I need to know what it is in order to continue with what I'm doing. And in exchange, I'll give you Darrow. Was what the, I believe, the general, it was a sloppy exchange and a sloppy agreement, but I believe that was the uh, kind of agreement and then uh, further information on all of that kind of stuff. So, um... You didn't kind of didn't really hear from him apart from these um, void enhanced messages that Merlin and um, Arias were able to cast at the expense of kind of mental fortitude uh, that um, he would be in Gore's point to meet. So I don't know if you guys have a plan or if you want to discuss a plan now or if you maybe have discussed a plan, but what is the plan for you all. Hmm. I think the plan was to find Arias, sort of scout him out, meet him, but arrange for one of the silence to be watching, meet with him and talk to him. That's right. You have a whistle now as well. It's kind of, sort of like a dog whistle, a silent whistle. Um, that you can, that I assume Fire has. Mm. Right now. Um, which will summon a, a member of the silence. And you are, uh, you were told that there are at least three in Gore's Point. Um, there are also two other guys that you sent off with information towards Gore's Point at one point. Mm -hmm. Um you met in you met all these guys in Kira actually yeah I would like to be keeping an eye out for them as well okay um, in terms of your actual and active approach to Gore's point um, I think uh, give everyone give me perception checks and I'll roll with those for the time being <laughs> well look at that uh, a 20 and an 18 and then two eights. So we'll say that the eight and the eight from Fire and Merlin are, uh, are linked in some way. Maybe you're distracting Fire Merlin with um, <laughs> Merlin bullshit. And you just ha constantly having to like, I feel like you need one of those. You know, the, the what do they call those leashes that people have for their kids? 
<laughs> like a heart. You know, like <laughs> I feel like he needs one of those, but like I fire doesn't have one. Party. So she's she's constantly like doing the what are your elven eyes see fire, but it's just yeah. Merlin getting into a, like another thorn bush or mm -hmm. something. And she's like wow. dragging him out. Well, uh, you know, I probably need one at this rate because <laughs> brain's on my mind. Yeah, it's maybe just a matter of time around. before we go rapid. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the other two, uh, in the distance, you finally um, start to pick out a few lights. Um, you get the sense of a, a small um, village right on the very edge of the coast uh, um, to your south on this road after a few hours of travel here. Um, and you will be coming up and into Gore's Point uh, along this northern road soon enough. Um, is the plan to just walk into town or are you like trying to like actively scout the place out before you get in there no, or think, anything like that? I think once we get to the point where we can see the lights of the city on the horizon, I would be suggesting that why don't we try approaching from the west side? Don't go through the main gate. Maybe we can sneak into town if it's not completely walled off and just scout around because before we go picking a fight, we need to know what like does Arias have all of his manpower with him? If he has whatever remains of the Leon Viperum, that could still be 30 men strong. Yeah, and although Merlin has gotten very good at dealing with large crowds, that's still a lot of people. Yeah, we need to see if any of them are posted up in a high place or they have an advantage on us. We need to be the ones in the high places. Yeah. Let's see if we can do that. Um. Okay. Let's... I think our plan is to look for an alternate entry point that is not the main gate of the city, because I don't know if Gore's Point... I mean, I don't know if we would have heard this in character, but do we know if if Gore's Point is a walled city like Gerfreda? Um, let's think. Well, you guys got pretty high on your perception checks. Uh, Fix and Will. Give me, I think, survival checks, because you're not close enough for, like, investigation. This is like a lay of the land type check. 19. Nice. Oof. Yeah. Spicy net 20. So I think as you get closer, you get the sense. Um, with this thing being on the coast here, um, there is a uh, a sense of a very small kind of fishing harbor. The place is essentially just a, a, uh, a port for ships during any particularly dangerous storms um, that has got a small village around it um, of very local folk. And... Um, From here, the, it's a pretty um, pretty open area. Um, there's a coastal line uh, and a beach. This, this, this village is built up on the beach and then a little up back from that um, with many of the buildings running straight along the coast side with a lot of them built up on uh, kind of bluffs and, uh, and man-made... Um, uh, what are they called? The, the things that run out of the rocks to stop the waves from absolutely obliterating all of the... Um, the, yeah, the breaks. Yes, a break. So the um, the place is uh, pretty pretty open plan. There isn't really any like hills or anything that makes for a good um, vantage point uh, from where you are. Um, the there is a a, a a ditch, kind of a moat that runs around most of the village itself using the sea water to create a kind of um, man-made moat with a 
very simple wooden like palisade wall that runs out into the water itself somewhat as well um you can see the wooden piers and the small harbor you can see that there are um there is ships docked in the uh in the port two of them larger than the others most of them like small little fishing vessels the type of thing that wouldn't go out too far um in terms of good vantage points, not many. It's pretty flat, which works not too well, I think, in your favor of, of like a, a bird's eye view scout here. Um, with the wall running around the outside and, and you don't see any, um, there's no like militia or any of those Gafradian uh, forces but you get the sense that in so close to Gafreda, there probably is some form of local militia here. Um, but there's actually not a lot of activity going on at all. The It's possible you could, with you know good stealth checks and, and maybe a good uh, tactical plan to approach, um, uh, you could probably get into or up close to the walls themselves. Uh, without anyone seeing you there's no huge lights that are lighting the road or anything like that you would just have to navigate around the moat itself um for fire i think fire in particular wouldn't struggle at all getting into this place by darkness um but you probably have a matter of uh 30 minutes before light uh, and the sun comes up based on the sunlight uh at the moment the last week or so of, of when dawn has been um you will be uh running into that any moment approaching by night pretty easy to sneak into this place as a small group of people um not pretty easy if you're a huge you know paladin in armor but um still there isn't like a a clear force outside you certainly don't see any like leon viperum there's no camp outside or anything like that um you kind of don't see anyone it's possible that there are people posted right up at the gates but i'm assuming you guys are far enough back that you can just about make out what you need to without being seen yourselves so um the ships at the port do they look like merchant ships do they look out of place at all like they're too big for that sort of port or one of them is absolutely the um the Lunar Star, which is uh, a sloop that was uh, taken from Som's point. This looks like the type of thing that doesn't belong here. The other ships here are small little things. Um, uh, tiny little... All of them are sloops, including the Lunar Star. But the Lunar Star is a huge, large, single-mast vessel. The rest of them are much smaller. Um, it's, it's pretty blatant, I think, even from here uh to the uh to the two of you on those perception checks that that one ship is almost certainly the one that was stolen from som's point um but from here you can there's no lights on it um and the sails are down it looks empty uh but yeah. it does look like that is docked here um the only other larger ship there is is still smaller than this um this stolen vessel um but is certainly the type of thing that goes out as a trawler or something maybe with mm -hmm. um nets behind it in the local area no no there, there isn't a great deal of uh, um seafaring in general in the realm so none of these ships look impressive um well they wouldn't look impressive to us with our modern eyes maybe but i think the lunar star certainly looks like the uh 
the type of thing that is almost certainly a merchant vessel that rushes back and forth between Tom's Point and Gafreda with um, uh, uh, cargo. Since naval technology isn't that advanced, this, I assume means there's not going to be um, gunpowder on that ship. You know, no reason. I don't think there is even no gunpowder at all in the realm yet. Okay. So, no, there's nothing like that. When there is no, no uh, unfortunately, there there is no like pirate naval warfare. There is naval warfare, and there are warfaring ships that you would probably be aware of, like way over um, where. Uh, or from Guardia, Rages, um, Efreet, and Fenis, Timorosa, not really the dwarves, um, and the area that is um, over over in there. Um, there are lots of ships, and Guardia is always um, aware that the tieflings run their own kingdom, um, and so they do have like um, uh, ships that are built for war. But mostly, it's kind of like troop carriers and things like that, and and things that are not too dissimilar to. Uh, Kind of like Viking longships. Um, on this side, uh, Somme's Point, Gafreda, and Perio Port is almost all cargo, um, uh, transport, and ferries that will take people around the coast. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's it's really not. They're all very simplistic, um, and I don't know if any of you have any experience with. Uh, sailing either which might be interesting later on but we'll probably have to cross that see when we get to it um so yeah you do see the ship i think that you suspect to be the one that the leon viperum stole from some's point it's very obviously out of place i think um compared to all of the other ships that are run down um fishing vessels uh but it looks very quiet the gauze point looks like it's just relaxed for the evening there's no um there's almost like no weather uh it's very calm very peaceful no rain no extreme wind maybe a very light breeze coming up off of the uh, ocean itself is that you can probably hear in the very distance the uh lapping of the the sea up on the shore but yeah it's looking real calm in gauze point doesn't seem like the leon viperum or, you know, setting up to attack this place or anything like that, but that's the other mm. thing that you probably would be aware of looking down. So, sneaking into town, relatively easy by cover of uh, darkness, um, potentially could be uh, a small militia group that man some of these walls or just keep an eye out for any natural predators that might build up the courage to get close to Gore's Point. Um, but generally speaking, it seems very quiet and very empty, or just small village vibe. Well, what do you think? Should we try to get in there without being detected? It, everything looks quiet. Sneak in and eavesdrop. I don't see a reason not to. Hmm. It Hopefully would appear the village is surrounded by a moat. Maybe there's like some sort of entrance from the sewage not really my uh preferred choice but it would be a, an option if it's the last option we can take it if we really must then yes we'll do that but i feel like there's probably an easier way in it's just if it's a small fishing harbor town the security can't be that tight 
I do like the idea of trying to get in there and figure out where Arias and his minions are and how many of them there are before we go picking a fight. If we go picking a fight, which is also something we should probably sort out now. Well, don't forget I have the whistle. Right. We maybe, do have uh, that. Maybe I could send them in. You know? They could report back to us what we're walking into. Also, let's not forget that this guy is, you know, a mage. He might already know we're here if he has some sort of spell that's watching us, if there is such a thing. He could also, he could also be on guard and suspect that that might be something we have planned for him. I don't know. He seems rather, rather cunning. Sort of, but at the same time, I recall in some point we simply walked into the building where he was and caught him completely off guard. So, I don't know, perhaps he's more attentive this time. Given that his whole point for being here is to meet us. Well, yes. what's your goal for meeting him? Are you hoping for a peaceful resolution? No. I'm not. But time and place for everything, right? Yeah. I don't think barging in there trying to murder him on the spot is the answer either. He may have answers. And a conversation could be enlightening. I'd like to know what he knows. One thing I will not do is sit there and turn over all of the information we've uncovered and everything we've learned on our travels while he talks in circles and riddles again like he did last time. So, if we can get straight answers out of him, then perhaps exchanging what we've learned could be mutually beneficial. We are about to go tampering with forces we don't understand once we get out to that tower, and I'd hate to inadvertently... Granted, this sounds perhaps over the top, but if we're going to unleash doom on the whole world and he knows a bit more than we do, perhaps we should at least hear him out. I'll follow your lead. As will I. The most important distinction, I guess, or decision here is <clears throat> do we want him with us when we get to that tower? That's Whatever's going on out there, I feel like if he's there, he's going to make a desperate play to try and take control of it or dictate the outcome. And removing that threat before we get there is the better option, in my opinion. Let's get the lay of the land first. We'll try to make our decision from there. Let's try and sneak in. See what we're up against. How many men does he have? There was another mage, I remember, in Somp's point. We saw her blowing the place up, if you recall. Yeah. So, he'll not be the only one slinging spells at us. If it comes to that. And hopefully we can find the two travelers that we met. If he hasn't got to them first. Right. I, uh... I remember you speaking to them. What, um... What exactly was the deal again? I'm sorry, I wasn't within earshot for most of that. I think they were hunting him down. Or trying to find yeah. him. Maybe they heard about the bounty, or... 
they wanted him for some reason, so I told them where he was. Um, in exchange for money. Gotcha. Do you believe they stand any kind of chance? Um, they seem competent from what I remember. The group they belong to are not idiots, so... Okay. But it's well, Arias. <coughs> right. Two able bodies is still two able bodies. Yeah. All right. Let's try and get in there. Okay. Everyone give me stealth checks. Is the plan to just sort of sneak uh, all the way in to town and just see what you see? Or is it just to get to so, the gate? I think it kind of depends on what sneaking into town actually entails. Is there Are there guards visibly posted at the gate? Uh, I don't think you know from here, but I will let you know as you get closer. Um, I think given... Part of this I... stealth is just approaching from a relative dis distance, you know what I mean? So it's partly right. like whether if there is guards, they see you, and whether if there is guards, you see them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Before right. any uh, yep. uh, stealth shit is... Right. Yeah, I was one. thinking I might just step... I'm, I'm keenly aware that I can't sneak anywhere. And I think, like, even in character, I'm well aware. Um, maybe send just fire first to check it? I don't know. I guess we just see what happens, yeah? We'll just do it that way. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe I just walk up to the front door alone. And have the other yeah, three the, go around. Three of you begin to um, stick to the shadows, move along the um, the road, along the areas where the uh, maybe the bushes are taller, or there's a tree line for a while before you come to the um, the edge of the moat, which runs around uh, this place. There are two small bridges. Uh, that will take you into the north side and the south side. We're going to assume that you're at the north side here, so you're at that one. Um, will is just too big and clunky in this armor to really not be kind of obviously moving down this road. Um, you get the sense that uh, with him, he's not going to get into the actual village without probably being seen or heard in some way. Once you get close enough, you can see that it's pretty, you, it's pretty, probably pretty easy for the three of you to scale the wall and get inside the village, whereas it's almost definitely going to cost Will uh, to try and do this. Like, if you're going to do it almost silently, or if there is a guard on the other side of this wall... Um, Will's just making a lot of noise. It's just impossible not to in that much heavy armor. And I think on that failure, um, you don't actually notice anything happen. Nobody comes rushing out. Nobody seems to respond to you or anything like that. But um, the four of you would get the understanding that the next thing that you can do here is either just walk over that little bridge and walk into town and see whether there's a guard there um, or try and scale the wall and get in to the town completely unnoticed and then go from there um the position you're in you don't see or hear any guards though though you do start to hear some um people and just general ambience of town sounds it seems like carrying on the wind coming up from the um from the shore from the ocean that there is 
uh, movement further into town, closer to the dockside, um, you start to get that sense of uh, people moving around. There's almost certainly going to be fishermen that are getting ready to head out um, with the daylight. And speaking of daylight, you start to notice that a, uh, a crest of light begins to peak over the horizon um, as the sun begins to come up as well. I'll, I'll try to avoid giving the other three away by just like very quietly kind of mumbling to them go around without me it's pointless there's no way I can climb the wall quietly and I'm just gonna start walking straight towards the gate okay and then you three want to scale the gate yeah right, I keep... would send Vita in smoke form with Will okay yep Vita and Will start walking towards the bridge and the three of you uh give me Give me um, acrobatics checks with advantage because it is easy. So oh, instead of giving oh, you a low DC, I'm going to oh, keep the DC. Uh, yeah, okay. just roll it twice. Um, miss roll. Oh, roll it twice. Okay. Yeah. Take the higher of the two. 15, 21, and 24. Easy as pie for the three of you to hop over this this uh, this wall here. It's kind of like um, posts of... of um, uh, probably like some thin trees around here that have been sharpened at the top, but like for you to, this is clearly up here for any uh, animals. It's more of an animal wall than a thing that's designed to keep people from jumping over it and sneaking over it. So very carefully and dexterously you're able to scale this thing, hop over the top of it and get a good um uh, view of the town and from the north here what did i write down um give me perception checks the three of you will uh give me a perception check as you come around through the uh through the gate itself Fifteen. 15 on mine you do notice one guardsman um he appears to be wearing the same um uh outfit as the Gafreden forces with the uh the green and the um the stag's head um he's leaning against uh the the closest building inside the uh the gate and does not even either he doesn't see you come in or doesn't care he's just leaning back uh and looking up casually at the sky as you approach gore's point here you um you're definitely making noise. Uh, but he just doesn't seem to be aware of you at all. What do you do? Uh, I'd like to, well, quickly glance around, not just for the guard, but again, the usual suspects. I'm looking for Arias, Leon Viperum, the silence, any familiar faces, just immediate, like, kind of stop near the entrance and take a survey of everything and everyone inside. Yeah, the um, as you get to the entrance way, the oh, and guard, the two, the two tiefling dudes as well. You uh, you you get to the entrance way. You see the guard leaning up against this wall, and he is snoozing, standing up, leaning backwards. Um, you get the looking at his arm curled around the spear that he's got. He's kind of uh, dug it into a, a cobblestone in the ground, and is just leaning backwards, his head against the back of the wall. And he is uh, snoozing. You, on your 15, do not see um, anything from here. You're at an angle that doesn't really give you a good uh, look at the 
the main street or the dockside or anything you're kind of coming in amongst a bunch of the um, houses and a small kind of watchtower but it's not really a watchtower it's more just a um, it's more like a soapbox looking thing just a, a little squat building that you could climb on top of if you needed to look outwards uh, the other three however will notice straight down the main road all the way to the bottom of the uh the village here this the harbor this um as the sun is coming up and giving you more light and the ability to see much further uh you three will pick up on a figure that is standing upon the dock looking directly at all three of you a tiefling in dark robes that you recognize arias probably about uh it's probably about a hundred feet away from where you are right now um, all the way down um, through a set of buildings past a very small little fish market area um, and then uh, there are two much larger buildings one of them almost certainly a tavern the other one perhaps some sort of like uh, central hall um, and then down onto the beach with a set of rickety old looking wooden docksides um, dockside uh, piers and things um, standing dead center as if he was waiting there for you the whole time looking straight up the uh the um center of this kind of high street um and you guys are really far away but i think you all know what you're all seeing um beside him is a very large tribal barbarian um even from here you can see that the creature has skin that is barely hanging on to a large frame it is absolutely an undead thing um and uh Arias appears to be leaning on a brand new staff um will however is uh where you guys would be at the at more of the south side of this looking straight down a central street will you're more um on the north side of things and uh you don't see anything including your comrades here um the sleeping guard is uh leaning up against this guard station um, but you'd have to move and walk through to the center of town. Again, you can kind of start to hear some of the um, sounds of the town and things um, coming through, uh, and people moving around, but it's a very, very small town, and not too... You get, you get the sense there's not many people here, and anybody that's up and around at this point is probably manning the uh, basic market or, uh, or jumping onto um, fishing boats for the morning's catch. Yeah, I would assume there's a lot of fishermen gearing up to leave you do not see um, any uh b bandit looking people you see a few villagers scattered and moving around gotcha um given that i at least know the direction the other three went and like kind of roughly where they were going to go climb so i'm watching up that side to see if i could spot them but given that the guards are asleep and everyone else doesn't seem to care, I think I'll just, like, cinch up my traveling cloak so the armor is not so obvious and just kind of walk, you know, nonchalantly uh, through the middle of the town until I can get eyes on the other three up top. Yeah, I think they I'm... see you before you see them. Um, you guys will probably, after you've noticed Arias waiting, staring straight up the center of this, um, dockside looking at you guys leaning on that staff um, a few moments later you maybe ex exchange a couple of glances you see the large form of Will 
uh, step out into the uh, the main street here. A few people glance up at him as he as he walks into town. Another kind of shadowy figure, but um, uh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think uh, anything crazy happens. Will you will probably also see Arias at this point if you want to look down the street looking for your comrades. You notice standing on the dockside, looking straight towards you, is this uh, tiefling man who was once very old when you first saw him, but now looks uh, younger. Not young, but younger than he did. I think I am not surprised that he's already staring at us because I was kind of already thinking whatever kind of magic he's using, he's just watching us with it from wherever, or at least from... Will's primitive understanding of magic. He's like, yeah, wizard things. He already knows. Of course he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, you still I... have the staff of necrosis. You still you have that? his staff. Yeah, okay. it, that is. Uh, Merlin has two staffs that he's kind of probably got strapped okay. on his back most of the day. Oh, I thought Merlin got rid of that. Thing. <laughs> I couldn't remember if we left it. it. Yet. I should have though. Yeah, I think. But I think a... also I carry it for Merlin. We're carrying it. <laughs> yeah, we. I carry it. it the GPS back to Arias, and he's like watching it on his... Beep, beep. Yeah. Well, has <laughs> his, like, oh, yes, his sort of natural stave that he brought with him, but he also has... You, you guys still have that. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember you guys actively mm. getting rid of it. I think it was a point where you almost lost it, but that was it. Yeah, I think we discussed... Um, sorry, go on. Oh, we discussed in Jairus, didn't we? Because we were going to leave it with the wizard guy. Um, The... Uh, army guy. There we go. Yeah, we were gonna like leave it there because we were afraid we'd be tracked, but I just couldn't remember if we did leave it or not. Um. <sighs> okay. I think we'd probably just wait for Will to join us. Just sort of stand and listen around and like try and pick up any details from nearby. See if we can like spot any travelers or like people that look out of place or loiterers for the most part. Like anybody looking like they're standing around trying to be nonchalant. Um, okay. Give me, I think, give me investigation checks at this point. Oh. <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, from all of us, or just. Yep, 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 yep. Let's just say you all high five and meet up in the street and glance yeah. at each other knowingly that Arias is down there looking at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. The best at an investigation is Merlin, and I don't normally do this. Oh no, you're there. There you oh. go. I was about to roll for you. You're welcome. Oh no, wait. What am I supposed to do? An roll? investigation check, please. Okay, investigation. Go. Ten. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, a five, an eight, a three, and a ten. You guys are looking around, presumably, for, like, anybody that looks out of place, anybody who's a, a bandit that's on a rooftop, anybody that might be uh, an assassin hidden under a dark cloak uh, at the edge of an alleyway. Um, and you see none of those things. Um, this, to you, looks like the most average village uh, shipping uh, very small a seaside village of all time. Nothing seems out of place here. Nothing seems strange other than the ominous presence of uh, the mage on the dockside with a, a huge tribal figure standing next to them. Well, yeah, I guess if we're thoroughly 
convinced and satisfied that there's no, you know, 17 archers waiting on a rooftop or gang waiting for us anywhere. Uh, at some point, I'll just start walking towards the Rias and wait for the other, like, I'm assuming the other three will catch up with me as I'm doing so. Yeah. Yeah. As you start heading down the, uh, the, the street here, you, um, you notice all the people walking along next to you, a few of them giving you some kind of interesting glances, but pretty much none of them, um, uh, look out of place or look like they're staring at you or anything like that as they, uh, go about their daily business. For the most part, once you get to this dockside, you see quite a few people loading up these smaller boats, um, setting up lots of fishing equipment, buckets of, uh, um, varying chow being thrown up onto the, uh, uh, onto these little boats. Um, but the centralmost dock, um, at the end of this, uh, road is empty. No boats either side of it, um, and just Arias, uh, standing about halfway down it the open ocean behind him and in the very very distance as the sun begins to um illuminate it you can see that wall of mist it's extremely close here in in gore's point um much closer than it seemed in som's point um but not too uh dissimilar with that uh kind of wall of fog that is just a little too thick um out is the big sea. boat being prepared the very large boat does not appear to be being prepared at all. No, that isn't the furthest end, north end of the uh, of the port. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, it says the lunar star on it. Um, sails down, looks empty. Um, it's very possible, and I guess you would presume likely that there are some people below decks. Um, you can see that it has two ballistas on it um, as uh, as some form of defense, but. Other than that, this is almost certainly just a merchant vessel. Probably has some comfortable below decks areas for uh, passengers, but yeah, there, there's no uh, no people here that look like Leon Viperum at all. Um, when you get closer, Arias um, takes a few steps forward. He doesn't look at the very large creature next to him um but the very large creature looks at him shuffling across these boards you hear them creak under the weight of the uh the undead being the undead tribal member um arise takes a few steps forward but holds his hands up and out in a in a very uh, fairly peaceful way and says to you all i knew you were close i had a feeling um, his eyes keep you waiting. move across the three of you and land on Merlin. And he says, I am astonished to see such a fantastic example of necromancy with you. Ah, uh, yes, a lot has changed since we last saw each other. Hmm. Were I a lesser man, I'd say it was impossible. Curious why? Why do you say that? Your spirit remains entirely intact. Unlike that one. Oh. A shade 
of their former self, but no less dangerous. Before we speak, hmm. one moment. He turns. Um, there are three books that are not in a bag. They're not on the ground. They are hovering behind him. Um, it's probably an odd sight. Um, as they move around him, he turns as if he's going to pull them from a satchel, but his hand uh, moves and one of the books of the three moves out um, and presents itself in front of him. He begins to blink kind of rapidly as the as the books begin to move, one of them um, coming up in front of him and opens up. The book that comes up in front of him is absolutely horrific looking as it appears to be made out of some form of skin and um, the other two, one of them a dark looking thing, um, uh, you get the sense that the darkness of that book is not really that the book itself is uh, black in color but is just a pure absence of light i know that's a little bit confusing because of what that means but like it is absorbing the light around it and um the third one looks like a traditional standard looking um bound tome um the frightening looking book that opens up and the pages begin to flick um it lands on a page and Arias looks back towards you again, Merlin, and says, Ah. Hmm. I wish, then. It must have been. This is impossible. Your spirit is sewn perfectly into every part of your body. Are you perhaps maybe suggesting because of, well, this circumstance... Would would I be able to revert things? No. I am suggesting that you have brought me a perfect hostage. For a while there, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to convince you not to simply strike me dead the moment we met again. But I hold, and he glances down towards the book, a very powerful item that allows me to Take utter and complete control of the undead. Insight check. Okay, give me insight checks. Fuck. Oof. Uh, ten from fire, fifteen from fix, nine and nine. Um, fire. You've probably met some liars in your life, and this man seems like he would lie his way out of any situation. But is he lying right now? I don't know if you can tell. Um, it is entirely up to you to determine that. I think probably the same for Merlin and Will. Fix, you know Arias a little better, and while he's become somewhat of a kind of a boogeyman to you, and you haven't really interacted with him since you were very young, so your perception of him might be distorted... You get the horrible, sickening feeling that he is not lying right now when he says that. Um, he seems to be uh, pretty much in his own way relaxed and calm. Um, but I think on your 15 there, Fix, 
there is a slight wildness behind his eyes as he speaks to you almost as if he is manually uh uh forcing himself to remain in this conversation you get the sense that he's almost holding on by uh, a thread to something whether it be his sanity or, or a craziness or something going on um while he seems like he's very much telling the truth to you here you get you you get the sense with him that something isn't quite right something is a little off with him mm-hmm. he continues and says well but before he continues to say anything else as soon as he brings up the host <clears throat> excuse mm. me as soon as he brings up the hostage thing uh or right after he says trying to figure out how to convince you not to strike me down immediately i'm just gonna gesture to my weapon and say my sword remains sheathed for the time being we've resolved to at least hear you out very well I have no intention of being your enemy I have no intention of harming any of you know this should you attempt to harm me or any of my crew I shall release the gnome spirit from his cold flesh in an instant What happens then? Hmm. I am essentially his puppet. Yes. He will be gone. Uh, I do so hate to start an alliance with a threat, so let's call it insurance. Tell me what you found in the mist in the north. A grave. You sent us to a grave. That much I knew. Whose? Mine. Hmm. Cryptic. One of my ancestors. Seems it was fate that brought me into contact with you. You think it fate at work here then, do you? Either that or quite the convenient coincidence. After all, you didn't seek... You didn't seek me out. I followed you. Well, I think perhaps we have been seeking each other for many years. I think your gnomish friend there as well. I think some of us are intertwined with something greater. Whether it be fate prophecy or something we can't understand I don't know do you I wish I could say we had all the answers by now but I think even if we were to collectively put our heads together and unveil everything we would still be missing big pieces of the picture try me tell me what you know what do you think you understand I know that that tower out there in the ocean is some sort of a gateway to an opening, a rift between worlds. Some sort of a void realm, as it were. I know that whatever's leading up to this has been going on for well over a thousand years. And I know that others have tried to go out there and uncover it, and they've all met their doom in one various way or another as the mist killed them off. And of the mist itself, do you know why it doesn't affect you? 
Not that it doesn't affect me. I'm just unusually stubborn about it. And your comrades, then? Why not them? Near as I can tell, they are also affected. I was just able to temporarily shield the effects. Have you been in the mist this entire time? Not the whole time, no. How long were you in there, exposed to the effects? Long enough that any normal people would have been driven mad, if that's what you're getting at. So you can extend your stubbornness to others. Seems that way. How long were we in the mist? Does anyone recall the number of days? I think it was two or three. I've been two. Hmm. Yeah, I'm asking even... I, I, I remember. I'm asking the rest okay. of the party regardless to help bring them into the conversation. Does anyone recall hmm. how many days we were in the mist? What is day and night in the mist? I know. It's it, hard to it keep track of time. Honestly felt for so long. The truthful answer, it's very hard to track time when we're in there. It felt like at least a few days on end. So you have learned how to harness the immense power of the mist. It's your turn to answer a question or two. Very well. What is your end goal here? And I'm not looking for a riddle or a cryptic philosophical answer. What are you trying to accomplish? I want to get rid of it. I want to free us. All of us. And, truth be told, if I survive, perhaps restructure some of our existing... Uh, governmental things, the Dark Realm, the King, he's mad, they are draining this land, and we are running out of time. How what do you, you propose to destroy it? Hmm. Well, I believe the Child of Darkness lies within the mist, and I believe you are going to lead me to them. That is all that I know. What do you mean they are draining the land? Who's they? The king? Hmm. There is not enough resources. You think there's a chance you won't make it back alive? Why? I think there's a good chance that none of us will make it back alive. But I think if we go out there... And we are able to stop this. It will change everything. I think it will free us. I don't know if the mist is a wall to a wider world, or whether everything out there is dead and we are the last. Either way, in here we are trapped and dying. You never answered the how. I wish I knew how. In all my years. 
I made contact with creatures in the mist, leaving them to be its controllers. They were merely children. Mist is some form of consciousness, I think. Whether it's a stitched set of endless consciousnesses, I don't know, but I can tell you one thing. All of those consciousnesses are dead. Dead people. From long before a thousand years ago. I don't think they know any more than we do what they are. How to stop it. That came to me in a dream. With no answers, little more than a feeling. I had told you before I thought myself mad. That I was the one to stop all of this. That if I were to focus myself, research this, venture into the mist, eventually I would figure it out or meet someone who could help me put a stop to this. I believe that's someone to be you. And I believe we are on opposing sides. Opposing sides of what? You're... Because I think you'll find none of us are in favor of leaving this mist intact where it is. Mm. Don't believe there's a single soul in this whole realm who wouldn't be happy to have it dispelled. I believe there and is. Have there be sunlight again. One soul within that mist that is something else or someone else. And I think that is what has reached out to me and varying others. And I believe there is another soul at work. And that soul is within you that has reached out to another set. And I believe that you have the ability to disperse the mist in some way. And I believe with the help of your mage, the two of you are set to figure out a way to destroy it. I believe I was tasked with helping it complete its goal. I think it will destroy it. Or it will change it into something else. Whispers. Years of them. Questions I've asked it. From the darkest corner of my mind. No answers. But those feelings. I've been piecing them together. I believe. It wishes to be free or it wishes to evolve, or it wishes to change. I wish I knew into what. I believe do you, you are... Feel that, do you not feel that if you release this thing within mist, you may unleash something far worse? I believe that is what I have been working towards all these years. And you wish to continue? Well, we're back to our question of fate. Whether that is my fate or not. Why would you knowingly help release some sort of creature from the mist that may spell doom for all of the rest of us? Because one way or another, the mist will be destroyed. 
and one way or another we are all going to die here, of attrition. It may not be for another five hundred years. It will certainly happen. It must be stopped. Or it must be freed. Or that is the end of us. It is the end Psalms. of this realm. Psalms point. Hmm. The child there. You had him connected in some way, tethered to the mist somehow. When I interfered with that connection, when I held on to that tether, I felt the presence of this thing you've been consulting with. This force in the mist that's been guiding you. It was sheer malice. It was hate personified. I could feel its rage. And I could feel its power. And this is the creature you propose to release to save us all. When facing you... certain death, yes. Does it not occur to you that you are describing exchanging a long drawn out death for an immediate one? That is a very possible, but I... There's something beneath it all. Desperation to be free. I don't know if it wants to be free to kill or to rule. Creatures that I am able to commune with inside the mist are not the mist. Is a, a demon of ice, a demon of fire. They are born of it, as are many of the abominations in there. Right. So For about all these that. years, I thought I was communing with rulers within the mist. They want what we want. They want it gone. They want to be free also. They are not the mist. And the mist is not entirely a singular entity. It is a sea of consciousness. And in that sea is a deep magic known as the void, binding it all together, more powerful than anything I have ever experienced. There are many factors at work. But the malice, that is the child of darkness, and that is the creature that I am fated to help and to free or whatever I have been doing. I see. What do you suppose would happen if this child of darkness were slain? If you believe it to be the core of the mist, would that not potentially release it? The mist, that is. It would it not be dispersed. It is impossible for me to know, but I... I believe the binding... force... is the child of darkness. 
I think it is what holds those consciousnesses there. I think it is what perhaps summoned void magic to us. You said this tower contains a doorway. It does. To other worlds? To the void itself. Not much, I can tell you. Then whether it is bleeding through, or we brought it here millennia ago, I do not know. Whether you are able to vanquish the child, or send it back, or whatever you plan to do, I would presume it would destroy the mist and free the land. But who knows? Perhaps it could make things worse. Perhaps the mist is being held at bay and by destroying the child, it pushes inwards further and asphyxiates us all. What I'm really taking away from all this, Sorias, is that you have no idea. Nope. All these years, nothing but research. Most of it a wild goose chase. That's what I've learned. And most of it in the last three weeks. So say we go out to this tower and you send the Child of Darkness back or you slay it or you release it. We have no idea what sort of effect this is going to have. This is correct. And you're just gonna do it anyway. Well... As I said, we're all going to die one way or another. This realm, everybody in it. If we are the last of us, then why not? If nothing else, perhaps we can find out what it is. Perhaps we can inform the realm. There are mages here, powerful ones. They might be able to do something. Perhaps we can... Perhaps we can aid the demons who have been... tricking me all this time. What do you mean, tricking you? Hmm. They were using me. Using you how? Using me to gather power. Like you. Like that thing. They want the Child of Darkness gone as well. At least the one I spoke to. You spoke with one of them. We may have encountered one of the kin of this demon of fire while we were in the mist. And what did it say? It died. Without saying a word. It was... None too pleased at our presence there. The grave that you sent us to investigate was near the home of one of these demon princes. It is no longer. I would also be wary of attempting to any sort of dealings with them. I feel like they may be the grudge-holding type. 
Yes. From what I understand, there are two warring forces. Ice and fire. The two of them distracted by one another but ultimately wish to break free of the mist. The things in there cannot move out of it. Everyone and everything seems to want out of the mist. That's the one consistent in this entire situation. I don't think you're entirely wrong. You know I, from a very young age, and through no choice of my own, was forced to swear allegiance to the Kingdom of Guardia. I served in its army, pledged my loyalty, took orders from its king. So when you speak of how they're choking out the land and how you Want to restructure everything, much as duty compels me to tell you you're insane. The reality is, I don't think you're wrong. We are all slowly starving and dying. But it was no demon who tricked you into murdering the people at Grant's Refuge in Somme's Point. That was entirely your decision. And if you're willing to slaughter the people around you just to bring about the changes... <clears throat> I'm not sure how much I trust you to do any restructuring. Would you not kill one to save ten? I think the answer to that question, as always, relies more on circumstance. And what aboutism does not solve anything? They didn't even get a choice. No, they did not. Neither did I. What do you mean, neither did you? You followed this path of your own volition. It's true I've made choices. Dark ones. Things that I cannot be forgiven for. But they were necessary to learn. To get myself here. To place myself in front of you. So that you can take me into there. Without all of those choices, we would never have met. You know, as much as I would love to run you through on the spot for what you've done so far. I think personal vendettas need to be set aside until after this tower is dealt with. Because for all I know, we're going to need your magic mastery to control it and prevent it from unleashing whatever hate-filled creature dwells in the mist. But I am in agreement that the mist needs to be dispersed. Even if the cost is high.
We'll set aside our differences for the time being. Yes, you might. What of that one? They look like they might still run me through. You're very insightful. Mm. Yeah, not to mention, I guess from my perspective, well, occasionally you'll look like a tasty snack. Mm. But don't take that to heart. Yes. So you still have the affliction then? Mm. Is it hearts or brains? That you need. Mm. Never thought of hearts. It's always been brain on my mind. Huh. And when you consume them, what happens? Now, don't answer. Is... Don't answer, Marlon. Sure, sure. Right. Stop asking questions. Very well. I have no intention of harming you. And I am willing to travel with you to put this to an end. There is one tiefling among us. Who I have harmed immeasurably. Are you willing to travel with me to stop this? I'm here to see whatever Will thinks is best, through to the end. I trust in him. That's all I can give you. You were an experiment. I know. All of you were. A failed one, at your own words. Hmm. I have had many failures. And each one of them leading to another maimed child. Many deaths. A lot of blood. Fire. Ice. We have just agreed to put our differences aside. Let's not hear any more about your past. Very well. To so how many can you extend your abilities? I've never tried it with more than a small handful. I don't know if you still have an army of mercenaries with you, but I doubt I can shield everyone. Yes, the Leon Viperim are nearby. There's no possible way that I can protect the minds of that many people. I was already stretched somewhat thin with four of us, extending it to five, six, maybe seven at the most, but beyond that, they're on their own, and they will likely lose their minds as we enter the mist. Yes. And I even then, keep promise. in mind... Keep in mind for each additional person that I attempt to shield, it will last a shorter and shorter time as well. I can feel it draining on me. I had no intention of bringing any of them aside from perhaps Clistex. She is a tiefling. Bound to the 
Demon of Fire. Oh, great. But she has a wildness to her. Don't we all? I think perhaps it is best I leave the Leon Viperum here. Though, I promised I would give you Darrow in exchange for the information at the gravesite. I am happy to hold up that bargain. You just need to tell me where he is. Hmm. And if the Leon Viperum will not be accompanying us, then you won't mind if I have a minor chat with them over their actions as well. They were a means to an end. I needed swords. I needed blood. I don't need to hear the description. Everybody around you is a means to an end, let's face it. Yes. I don't need to tools. hear the reasoning, I just need to hear where they are. Very well. They're of no use to me anymore, although... Should we all fail this, or should we all be successful? They have plans of their own. To carve a slice of the land for their own, make themselves kings in a new world. What genius came up with that plan? I did, to get them to do what I wanted. And they were dumb enough to buy it. Well, I needed only convince Massimo. Who is taken over in his absence? Mm. Borrow. But he is a mindless thug, for the most part. Between him and Macken and myself. I brought them on the ship here. I need none of them, including the tiefling. She is mad. They are camped south of here in an old ruin along the shoreline. I will bring Mo here with me. This thing? Unaffected by the mist. An unexpected boon, I suppose. And what's the guarantee you don't kill? Me, Fire. We're no use to you. Well? Why would I? That's the insurance. Why would I? What use is it to kill you? I'm not going to give you reasons why you should kill us. I'm not stupid. I have no reason to harm any of you. I wish only for answers. The more of you that are able to get me those answers, the better. And you've made more progress in the last month than I have in endless years. I don't know if you have a part to play in this. I don't know if you've been having the dreams. I don't know if you are being silently moved across a board of chess, like myself, like the gnome. But I have no reason to interfere with it. The gnome has a name. Hmm. Yes. 
It's Merlin. Then you'll use it. If you're going to be traveling with us, you can at least show some respect. Please and thank you. Very well. And then. I've... I've spoken to... the Ice Demon. You can commune with it. In a manner of speaking. But one of the things he said was... He would be waiting out east. And I don't know what that means. In my experience... Everything they have said has been trickery. It's almost like making a deal with the devil. Is historically a bad thing to do. Who would have thought? Everybody in this world is using someone else for their own personal gain. Whether it be the child of darkness, the demons in the mist, whatever has driven me here, you. That is my experience. I wish only to be done with it. I am old. I am tired. My mind is frayed. Frankly, I'm terrified to go back in there. If I go mad, feel free to remove my head. And free me. Oh, I won't even hesitate. Hmm. Sorry, just you give the word. If you go mad, I may do the same. Are you on a timeline? In all of my dreams, the strange prophecies, I have never seen anything beyond this point. No amount of divination, no amount of commune. I was never able to see past three days ago. Good then one additional day is not going to mean the end of the world. I will wait here, though. I have no... desire to travel with you to meet with the Leon Viperum. I was not going to suggest you come anyway. I have business of blood with them. That does not concern you anymore. Well, there is are Darrow with them? them? Yes. They're all together. The last of them. How many headstrong are they now? They have people all around Soms Point, Carl. Afraid Akira. They've started to grow, and one of Massimo's final orders was to create a network of information. But here, just south of Gore's Point, there are. 25, perhaps 30.
very well. Oro, Macken, and Klistex are with them. What? Who or what is Klistex? How powerful is she? I would imagine her. How strong were you, Fix, at 17? Not very. Then there is your answer. So she commands the fire. Perhaps it commands her. Please don't tell me she's that young. I've heard all I need. This one final element of my mortal business needs to be concluded first, and then we can go out to this tower and watch it all come crashing down. Very well. We'll be back. Have you already a ship? I assume that one from Somme's point? It'll be too large for just us. I will commandeer something smaller. Very well. I'll leave you to the matters of chartering a ship then. Make sure there's some fresh brains on board. Brains and hearts. Right. Next, next thing you know, he's going to tell me that hearts have like some sort of nutritional. Uh, they probably do, though. No, they do not. No. Oh. I'm just going to. No. I'm just going to oh. look at the undead thing next to him. Parts for you, huh? The thing is staring and the entire time has been staring at... You know what? Give me an insight check for Mo. Twenty-one on my insight. Mo's jaw looks as though at one point it was torn or fell off and was sewn back on uh, with uh, stitching running down the cheek and across the lips uh, and back around the neck. Um, if it could speak, it doesn't. It hasn't made a single sound. Uh, there are open wounds all over the body of Mo, but they don't bleed, they just sit flaps of dead skin um, blackened on the edges uh, the muscle and the skin seem to move separately in places as they move around um, and there is a pretty distinct stench coming from Mo as well. On Mo's hip is uh, uh, what looks like a vial and inside are a bunch of small bones that must belong to a rodent of some sort and you are let's have a look at insights here so those of you that have been glancing at mo throughout this will notice that um mo has been pretty much staring exclusively at the floating book which is uh bound in flesh and whenever it moves around or orias dismisses it and it, and it moves to sort of gently um move behind him Mo kind of follows it. Every now and then, when Arias begins speak speaking after a pause between you guys having conversations, Mo's eyes will drift over to Arias's mouth, and that seems to be just about it. 
pretty much doesn't move at all. Um, and yeah, when you address Mo, Mo does not look at you. We'll be back come morning then. Very well. I shall it's be on the Lunar Star. Till then. I'll start to take my leave if no one else has anything to say. One last thing. Merlin. My staff. Right. And uh, Merlin would pull the staff of necrosis from his back and with both hands return it back to Orias. He takes it from you. Uh, he has another staff with him and this is a very simple looking thing. Um, it has a human skull at the top of it um, with no jaw uh, just sitting at the top of this thing. Um, but it's pretty much just a, uh, it looks like a, uh, it's much shorter than the staff of necrosis. It almost looks like a walking cane, um, or a scepter. Um, and he, uh, has been holding that in one arm. When he takes the other staff from you, he stands with two of them and nods at each of you. He, uh, moves his hands and the three books come together, um, and he begins to walk towards the, the ship, the Lunar Star. The form of Mo uh, starts to move as well, creaking the boards, this huge creature, uh, undead. Um, and without looking at any of you, Arias passes by you on the dock and heads over towards the Lunar Star. And that is where we'll go for a break for the evening as well. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We'll be back in a few minutes. And you guys can decide what you're going to do next. I guess go and hunt down some bandits. Um, see you after a few take minutes. Take a deep breath. <laughs> yep, take a deep breath. And we'll see you shortly. That makes it about let me work out how many hours of daylight you have yeah it would be about 10 a.m i would say now um arias said that the leon viperum are just south along the shoreline in an old ruin um which should be pretty easy for you to find um what are you guys doing now what's the plan and you're alone for a moment too The plan is vengeance. Vengeance. <laughs> Apart, I know it's vengeance, but how are you going to go about it? What's, what are you doing now? Um, you running, I, well, you skedaddling think... straight out of town? 
I think we probably have a lot to discuss about the conversation we just had before we move too far. So, then, like, as soon as... Yes, I imagine once everyone is out of earshot of you... I mean, you're in the perfect position to have a private conversation right now on the end of a pier looking out over the sea. Um, and sure. once uh, Arias, you watch him probably walk along the dockside, followed by Mo, get up onto the lunar star and head below decks. Clearly, he has been living there. Um while the Leon Viperum are elsewhere. Um, yeah, who says what? What have How I done? How do you think Mo gets away with them? Sorry, what? I said, what have I done? Honestly, I think you made the right call. You made the best of a bad situation trying to salvage it as best I could and not let my anger get the better of me this time. What else can we do? Well, it... I said some things to him that weren't particularly truthful, like agreeing with him or thinking he had a point, but really I was just saying that to ease the tension of the situation. His justification for his bloodbath that he's caused in multiple locations does not appease me in the slightest. He might think it's worth murdering entire towns to potentially save the world down the line, but as he said himself and as he admitted, he doesn't know. Massacre people for potential salvation. I imagine if you ask any of the people he murdered, they probably wouldn't have gone for it. He still needs to die. But, but, he also probably has a greater understanding of this void magic than anyone else alive, so maybe having him there is actually in our best interest. He said everybody uses somebody, and I desperately wanted to tell him that wasn't true. I just let but... that one go. I heard the comment. I don't think Merlin's using anyone. We're using him. Orias, I mean. And besides, if we go out there and put an end to the mists, we're still using everything that he laid out before us. We might have our hands clean, but it benefits us one way or another, in some horrible, twisted way. Yeah, letting so. your enemy do your work for you is not a bad thing. It is when they do what he did. Not that it was our work to start with. Vix, I don't think you need to drag additional I'm, guilt onto yourself. I'm not. I'm sorry. I... Like I said, you're making the most out of a bad situation. I didn't mean to cut you off when you were talking to him either. I just thought it perhaps prudent to conceal the fact that you were communing uh, with this ice demon so I changed topic to our fight in the mist. I know, but I don't trust. He has no reason for me to go out there. And nothing in this. But if he thinks that I have something he can't do, maybe he'll right. keep me around. I don't think he would try to harm any of you because the moment he does, he loses my cooperation and I don't 
believe he can progress far into the mist without me. So I don't think he'd be stupid enough to try to hurt you. No, but you saw the way. He was, right? He's not okay. No, he's, he's, not. he's barely hanging on. And I don't trust that any decision he makes will be one that even makes sense to us. It's odd to me that he knows the creature or the presence or the entity, whatever it is in the mist that has been guiding him. Is this just malicious, aggressive creature, and yet he's okay with continuing to try and release it. And he thinks the demons are tricking him. I wonder why. That, that may or may not be true. You know, he said that everything they say is trickery, but if your ice demon said that it would be waiting out at the tower, I see no reason to doubt that. It has no reason to lie. Not to put too fine a point on it, but it said it would consume you all. I don't know what that means. You want to consume the rest of us? Maybe. Add it to the list. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, Night called a learn... leech. Oh. We did. Uh, we did learn something interesting, though. This other tiefling girl. If she's bound to this demon of fire, potentially there's a role to be played there as well. Although I don't know whether she'll be willing to stand down. I'm. I'd. I know he said. It might be. When I was seventeen, I. I ran away from this. I didn't want any of this, and. I tried not to use whatever it was that I could feel, inside, and I don't think she's done that. I think she's embraced it with both hands. Right, that was, sort of where I was heading with this. I feel like she may not have had a whole lot of choice in getting involved in all this, but in some point I distinctly recall watching her incinerate several of the town guard without hesitation. And, and I, I ran from it from a reason, right? I, I didn't want to lose my mind. I didn't want to be controlled by something I had no understanding of, and I feel that's... Maybe that's exactly what's happened to her. And she had nobody there for her. The thing is... About your question about how strong you were at 17 compared to her. If you were running from and actively avoiding using your power. She's been embracing it. I feel like his statement may have been misleading. I fear she's yeah. a lot more dangerous now than you probably were back then. Yeah. Absolutely. We will uh, play that one by ear, I suppose. If she's willing to listen to reason or stand down, if we could... I don't know. Part of me wants to save her from this fate. But if she's already embraced it, it may be too late. I'd like we'll to give her the choice goes. out there. Right. Although if we show up attacking her comrades, it's a done deal that she won't listen to us. I very Perhaps. much doubt there's any attachment there. I think she'd turn on them in a heartbeat. 
Given that there's a large crowd of them, another mage on our side would be very handy, but we don't know how far her loyalty to them stretches. Also, her power was granted to her by Arias in his experiments, was it not? So why would she stay with them instead of him? Exactly. Maybe she hates... Maybe she hates him. She that probably is... feels imprisoned in that regard. She feels like she owes him. Either that, or she understands that she's no match for him. Either way, if the opportunity presents itself and we can have a conversation with her, I propose that we take it, try to do the right thing, but at the same time, I will not drown trying to save a sinking ship. If she's turned to embrace this... whatever it is, this darkness... I'll not risk all of you trying to save her. That's not a risk I'm willing to take. Agreed. I'm not willing to take that risk either. Yeah. I guess we'll see how it goes. There's a lot of them, but... Uh, I'm not too worried. Whilst Who do you... I... Who do you want to prioritize? Every last one of them. But there's a couple of them that are a tad stronger than the others. And while I excel at single combat and picking one, and Merlin, this will largely be on you to deal with a large crowd. We're going to have to try and lure them into one central location so Merlin can work his magic. If he can unleash fire and lightning on them while they're all packed together, I think it'll make our job here much easier. And brains the one that the is... trip. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, just want to be resourceful, rather. This one time, I'll allow it. Eat your heart's content. The one that he said is in charge now, Boro, he's head and shoulders above the rest, both physically and in strength. There's another one among them by the name of Mackin, who's also quite skilled. Those are the only two of note that I know of remaining. All of their officers, those are... Those are the big two. And there's Darrow, the traitor. He's not a soldier. Or a mercenary. I'll, unless life on the road over the course of the past month has transformed him into somebody else, but... For all I know, he was always a shrew of a man. Kind of small... Though an accurate archer, so he will likely try to keep his distance and use his bow, or he may immediately flee at the sight of me. He never had much spine to him. But yeah, those are them. Also, do you, I. Do you want to personally deal with each one? Much as I would love to, again, situational, you know. If we're, uh, if we're struggling and we're on our last legs and you see an opportunity, don't hesitate to take it. And if the opportunity presents itself, though, believe me, I will do it personally. And, and also, I must absolutely beg the forgiveness of all three of you because I just kind of assumed you were all coming with me. But this is purely a personal vendetta. So. We're coming with you. I killed your family. Well... We're coming with you. We're not letting them walk away. I kind of figured you'd say that. 
But I still shouldn't assume. So... Do you want to... Stroll on up? And do what you did outside the cave that time? Just might work. <laughs> you know... This whole saga has been going on for well over a thousand years. I still don't know exactly why or how I'm connected to these past incarnations, my ancestors as they were, though perhaps not by blood, by some sort of connection in the mist or via the light or whatever. You know what I'm saying. These, these past personalities that I share memories with. This has been going on for over a thousand years. And they all failed at one point or another. Eldaran dying in the mist, Vane in the cave, Jome setting sail and meeting a watery grave somewhere. But I got something they don't. Those guys didn't have fire effects in Merlin with them. We're gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I should perhaps be a lot more tense leading up to this bandit hunt we're about to go on, but... <laughs> Remember back when we first started traveling and you were... Badgering me to look at the bigger picture? I finally am. Hope I've made you proud. Yeah, you have. I'd be crying at this very moment, too, if I was still alive and able to set, uh, shed some tears. <laughs> but, yeah. Here we are now. Well then. Would you, uh, all care to join me on a act purely of personal vendetta? Let's hit the road. With pleasure. Okay, how are you, uh, going about this, um... You have the vague light ocean, but <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that we watch as you guys move off of the dock, move through the town, and then head um, down uh, towards the, the southern entrance slash exit from town and um, uh, begin to presumably move along the coastline, but... Uh, are you are you going in guns blazing? G give me an idea of what the tactics are as you approach this uh, thing. It, it, it just, it, Is locating the thing going to be a problem? Well, let's we just... find out. How do you plan Cause... to locate it? Well, I was going to say before we leave town, I'm most definitely asking like all the locals, is there a set of ruins nearby and which way is it? And mm. if they if ask why I'm looking for it, I might even imply that I'm one of the bandits trying to catch up with them. Be like, yeah, my homies are out there. Where is it? I'm trying to catch up. Uh, give me an insight check and then an investigation check with advantage. And I'll just leave some of these dice rolls to uh, determine some luck. 22. Okay. Uh, 21. And then <laughs> you said investigation as well? And an investigation with advantage, yeah. Okay, uh, so a 21 on Insight and 19 on Investigation. 
Talking to a couple of these locals, you get the sense that they have no idea that there are bandits anywhere near town. So you maybe avoid kind of any buzzwords that are going to freak anyone out. Um, but that you are maybe shift the conversation to like, oh, are there local ruins about that kind of thing? Um, you're given an exact location. It's uh, it's about 20 minutes casual walk, not very far at all from town, but far enough away that you're not going to find, um, you know, setting off enormous fireballs and things are going to send any of the militia running over um you uh discover that there was um what was just an old structure probably uh um once a sort of militant lighthouse um that was part of gore's point that people sometimes find uh kids hanging out in or people will uh stay in camp near the area um and that if you simply follow the road south um you can actually see it from the road on a clear day which luckily for you based on pure timing it is um and that you will quite easily be able to spot it if you simply walk along the uh, coast um it's a thing that's set up on uh a little bit of a, an overlook so approaching by sea is an option but you're more likely to be creeping up um from the roadside here um basically can't miss it to a degree um as long as you stick to the road and look east um yeah yeah i think we would go for the tried and true have fire scouted first and put our fire and vita as well probably and mm -hmm. put uh put their stealth skills to use okay. i'll also pull aside merlin um Merlin, i don't know how many uh magic tricks you've got in that pointy hat of yours but maybe you have a spell that could have helped fire avoid detection can you make her invisible or anything like that i actually can i think now would be a fantastic time to try it out all right so before fire heads off merlin's gonna run behind her surprise and casts um invisibility on her. Oh, also, I um, I meant to say this during the intermission and completely forgot, but if we're not going to end up fighting Arias in town, perhaps we make use of your silent, your silence ally friend. Try whistling for her. She could help us out in this fight instead. Mm. Could take out as many as we can. If you want me to. Idea. Well, we've already paid for it, haven't we? Might as well accept her services, right? Not yet. Now? Do you want me to do it now? That way we can kind of explain what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Brad. This would be this would be the kind of thing we might would have to maybe do weirdly retroactively. Because I thought of it during the break, but we worked on. Uh, before we leave town, can we try to contact the this silence individual? Yeah. Or I'm is not, it too? Yeah, or is I'm it, not, or is that I'm not we treating it as that you've left yet necessarily. You can, if you want okay. to summon up a silence, mm -hmm. you uh, you may. I will try to do that. All right, what are you doing? You've blown on the whistle. Yeah, I just kind of absolutely really no sound doing, is made. Um, uh oh, but, it's broken. Um, we paid so much gold. Give me a perception for this check. Broken. Yeah, didn't give her any gold. Fucking assholes. Okay, but still rude, and I really. If they want to play games with me, that's fine. But don't happening again. Fuck over the, the three group. of you notice that, like, within 
30 seconds, there is a member of the silence approaching you from a I'm starting alleyway. to think that they're not even dark uh, professional or trained on, in any way. Hood over their Just street kids. Um, uh, mm. hair, and you see that they have uh, two mm, long so braids that run down, almost dwarfish styles. Um, a taller woman than fire, very, very tall, very long arms um, with a longbow on the back, appears next to you, fire, and looks at you while you're speaking and it takes you a moment i think before you realize that they're there i meant worthless street kids as a compliment you wish for our services yeah yep i do mm, i was warned of you does that mean war what that you might wish for our services What what else did they say? What is required of the silence? To tell me what they... Nope, I'm not gonna... Uh, we're going on a journey. A fight will ensue. And we wondered if you would like to assist... What kind of fight? Mm, well, the target is a group of mercenaries holed up in the ruins south of town. Mm, I'm assuming you've already. I'm assuming you're already aware of their presence. Yes. They have numbers. They're though they. I don't think are individually very threatening. We intend to eradicate them. Very well. You wish for another sword in the battle? Yes, I don't think you're opposed to uh, a path of revenge now, are you? Nothing That depends. Thing. It depends Go. to you, Silent One. You tell me, do you think you would be more beneficial as an extra sword in the battle? Or do you think... An alternate means. A decoy, a diversion... I think realistically, rather than having you swinging around a sword, it would be more beneficial if you could arrange a way to get most of them in one spot. Hmm. For what purpose? Engaging them sword to sword with that many of them might prove difficult. But we have, and I'll just glance down at Merlin, but we have a certain amount of magic prowess with us that can probably wipe out several of them all at once provided we can get them to group up hmm. let me see actually, what this uh, person can do <laughs> and then actually there is I... there is one other idea there's a there's a girl with them a young tiefling I think you could separate her from the rest of them that would be an alternate possibility we could use your help with. Hmm. Well, it shall have to be one or the other. Which do you think is more practical for you to accomplish? You intend to uh, incinerate them in an enormous ball of fire. 
How did yes. you know? The idea, how, the idea had you... crossed my mind. <laughs> I am not sure how effective it would be to have me suddenly appear. But it could be done. Though I wonder whether I could escape on time before you uh, incinerate me as well. Yep, we do not want to incinerate you. If you wish for me to abduct the girl, that will be absolutely no problem whatsoever. (laughs) She might not take kindly to being abducted. I don't know if abduct is the the word. I can be a sword at your side. I can be an arrow hidden. I can sneak in nightly, poison one or two of them at a time, thin them out. I can abduct the girl. I can attempt to create a distraction. I assure you, if you set off a fireball and I'm caught in it, I will take it personally. I trust Merlin's aim well enough to assume that no fireball will be heading in your direction. Right, Merlin? Oh, no. And Merlin says that as he puts up a hand and it's shaking. (laughs) Well then, which will it be? So long as you have the gold, I'm at your command. If we try to separate the girl from the rest of them and she doesn't cooperate, she will likely blow our element of surprise and make this an unwinnable fight. Are you going immediately? Well... We don't have, we have the entire rest of the day and it's not even noon yet. So we do have a few hours of prep time potentially. The sun has just come up. I assume that they're awake. If you wait until nightfall, I can abduct anyone in absolute silence and they will be asleep. They will not notice anyone missing. What do you think, Fix? She isn't the priority. If you'd like, I can kill her. No. I would imagine. I, I, I just need a chance to talk to her. Well, if you want to talk to her, getting her out of that camp is probably the only way it's going to happen. I just. I don't know. I feel like she would defect in an instant if she knew we were going with Arias. But I don't know her. <clears throat> I think we have our silent friend put her talents to use and just remove the girl from the equation. You can talk to her afterwards. I don't think we're going to need her assistance in the fight. And if she's unwilling to offer any kind of assistance or if she wants to fight us, then it would be easier to deal with that separately from the rest of them as well. 
So either either way, all I can see are upsides to just getting her out of there. Okay. Could you not get her out of there and then come back and help? If you want me to do it now, they're going to know something's up. They'll certainly right. see me do it. So I am quite sure I can get in and out. Hmm. To what level of uh, degree of damage am I permitted? Not mm, ma- what's uh, Min- maximum? Minimum? Maximum is death. I can reduce that to ash. No, not uh, no. The whole minimum? point. The whole minimum. point is that we, yes. the whole minimum point here for is her. We would go on. Maximum for anyone else, hmm. not us, though. Then it will be loud. Well, I maybe we need to, to create leave. some form of distraction. Maybe we I'll can be the distraction. As many as I can, for my own interest and safety. I can put the girl to sleep. I can then cast a spell of darkness and escape. I should be able to scale down the outside of the ruin. We'll take a boat. It would be easier if you were creating a distraction me than the other way around. I think, I think that makes perfect sense. <clears throat> hmm. If we're going loud, I am... then perhaps you create the distraction at the entrance of the ruin. And oh, Don't you worry, I have a genius plan. Opportunity. I shall take the girl. Okay. I'll draw their attention. You find the girl, as minimal damage as possible, get her out of there, and we'll recollect her from you in the harbor, and uh, not in the harbor, actually, uh, anywhere but that. Where would you like me to deliver? Is there any other convenient meeting points around the outskirts of town? Hmm. At the... We've crossed a bridge on the north end of town on our way in. Meet us on the far side of the bridge. The south side. Uh, Follow the wall to the water's edge. It is dark down there. The land is rubble and rocks. That works. Very well. Just be careful. Hmm. Don't underestimate her. Understood. Do keep in mind that the girl has some magic talent. Hmm. Primarily fire. Is she resistant to poisons? Maybe, but probably not. Uh, If she is, I may have to be more aggressive. Do what you have to do. Very well. One hundred gold. I count out hundred gold. I hand it over. When? Tonight. 
Understood. The... And I was joking. Uh, I was talking about a different group of people. She looks slightly down towards you and says, "Uh, Why do you wear that ridiculous thing? What? The wig? Mm. Mm. You can't hide in broad daylight. Were you untrained? Just show me fire. I have the white streaks at the front. And I just, I didn't want to be me for a while, you know? Outcast. Yeah. Pretty noticeable. I am Amara. See you tonight. Hopefully you do not see me. She walks away. Why are your negotiation skills never cease to amaze me? I know. I don't know why they make me so nervous. I I mean, does this something to do with them being ruthless killing machines? Well, it's like... I don't know. They're ruthless killing machines that work for us, though. Yeah, I'm not afraid of them as much as it's... It's like, if you know, if you have a crush on someone and you want to seem cool and nonchalant, and I just... I'm not... I go way the opposite way around them, and I just... Uh... Okay. You know, when this whole thing's over with, I was kind of joking when I said you should just go back to Kira and join them, but it might not be such a joke after all. It's the kind of thing you'd be good at, and you'd finally have a sense of belonging. Besides, they don't seem to care about your white hair. Not quite so narrow-minded as your folks back home, right? Hmm. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't been thinking about it. We'll just have to see how this all ends up. Yeah, as long as you don't, you know, do that thing where you creep up behind us and don't talk to us unless it's in a strange, quiet, riddle sort of way. absolutely am going to do that. Great. You'll get halfway through it and then you'll say something snarky. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. We'll see. Ah, uh, we know so, because we know the fire in you. Mm. So I guess we wait till nightfall? Question mark? Yeah, I Just guess. next to you is the tavern. Um, I would imagine that you can tell after standing around this long. Um, 
there is two very large buildings in town. Other than that, there is everything is just kind of ramshackle, smaller buildings, um, a couple of like stores, but for the most part, seems to be places where you would live. Um, there are a couple of uh, warehouses that most likely store things for the ships or um, stock. Um, one of the buildings to uh, the north side uh, looks like almost certainly some sort of town center or a hall of some kind. Um, but on the other side, you will have most likely spotted or been standing around long enough to notice that there is a tavern known as the Iron Chest. Um which is an interesting looking thing. It has um, uh, a kind of waterside uh, overlooking the harbour um, with a large rest area outside and you'll actually see a bunch of uh, local fishermen with their rods out um, catching while they drink. Um, and uh, it's a pretty large looking building and a decent looking tavern for the, for the sort of run down small village here. Um, it's right there if you wanted to, uh, pass the time, that would probably be the place to do it. Alternatively, you could ask if Arias wants to make you a cup of tea on the, uh, Lunar Star, but I'm gonna guess that he probably will turn you away. I think the mere presence of Arias in town is enough to make me not really want to wait in town. (laughs) I think I would prefer to set up a stakeout, like a long-distance observation of the place where these guys are hiding out and wait till nightfall but like see if i can observe them coming or going and if they're up to anything head you count that sort of thing that is a really fucking good idea or is it let's find <laughs> out um okay then uh yeah then i think probably will you you probably just explain this to them um and uh i guess Let's just do group checks. Um, as you guys head out of town, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. He's gonna do it. I'm gonna railroad you out of town. You guys head on out of town, and um, yeah, oh, I railroad. think you know, like there's probably some. Uh, uh, um, discussion of like, should we go to the tavern? And then Will is, you know, it will suggest that it's a good idea to head out and try and find the. Um, the location and things like that so also by daylight it'll be a lot easier to find this place um but i guess it would also make it easier for them to spot you coming down the road so let's go with a group perception check everyone give me a perception check and you have to beat a 40 and this is not to spot the place okay i think here is perception i think my primary focus is going to be making sure not to go close <laughs> like i am aware that i'm not sneaky so i want to go nowhere near it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i want to yeah. no, like I'm not, maximum i won't railroad you into the I won't, yeah i'm not gonna railroad you into I'm the i'm getting building. off the train before the railroad reaches <laughs> that this place. is because what, what we're doing now is that they have their own scouts and they have their own you know people that are checking the road you know who knows when mm-hmm. the uh um town militia might storm the place they might they, they're clearly Arias has told them to stay out of town to avoid causing a fuss and draw because they would most certainly draw uh attention and also if they're identified um the kingdom is after them so they would probably send people so they have their own um scouts out 
Uh, and this is to see whether you see anything like that going on. What did you get in total there? I think it's 52. Uh, well over 40. Okay, yeah, nice. Um, okay, so that's your perceptions. Um, and I'll give you everything you see then. So you as a group um, move out of town. You uh, you were told it's only a 20-minute short walk, so it will probably be a thing where I'm assuming you're not on the road. You would probably find um, some way to stay off of the um, road itself, but keep the road in sight whilst also keeping the shoreline in sight so that you can tell when the ruins are coming up and then begin to scan the uh, location for any of their own scouts or see if they have any patrols going out or anything like that. Um, after probably only about 10 minutes or so, um, maybe fire notices like, uh, a movement in the, in the bush, Fix and Merlin, um, bringing, uh, uh, your eyelines up to see what could be going on. You notice that there is, um, a very tall looking elf moving through the, the underbrush on the other side, the further side of the road. The ruins are still not in sight yet, but this scout um, seems to be moving away from you, allowing you to uh, begin to follow them uh, back towards where they came from. You can follow this scout if you'd like um, and keep tabs on them, or you can let them go back. Does it appear that this scout has spotted us? Not at all. They appear okay. to be heading back, like they've scouted out this far, and now they're turning and heading back to ruin. Yeah, Probably. if it's still relatively early in the day, and we, like, capture or kill the scout, and the scout doesn't return to check in after several hours, I feel like they're going to know something's wrong, so I would just hold up a hand and shake my head like, no, just leave this one alone. Okay, yeah, the scout disappears further down the road. Um, sticking to the other side of the road, um, eventually you guys can start moving again. Give me another set of perception checks. I'll set it at 40 again. <laughs> and then um, let's have a set of survival checks at 40 again. And this is to find a good stakeout position. <laughs> wow. Did you make it? Yeah. Well. No? I didn't know what spells. Yeah. Oh, no, where we going? <laughs> um, yeah, you... Um, okay, so with um, eyes peeled and moving down this um, this road, eventually you um, are able to make out in the distance um, what looks like a, a structure. It looks almost like it would maybe be um, uh, more like a... Like a barn or something in that kind of a shape it looks like it was just a huge hall um but it's certainly made out of out of stone um it's all fallen to ruin this thing has certainly not been a standing building for a long time there's a the a kind of rounded tower um on one side of it partially uh, running down into the water side which has absolutely fallen to ruin for the most part it's kind of just um the remnants of what was walls. In places, the wall probably still stands. Um, interior walls as well. It may be the highest, about 15 feet or so. But this whole thing is little more than uh, 
a blueprint of a building. Um, you can see movement down there as well. You can see campfires down there as well. They aren't really trying to hide themselves, but because you're looking for them, it was a lot more obvious to you. A passing patrol or wagon or something might notice some people down there, but they don't necessarily look exactly like bandits. Most of them uh, and the people moving down there are just about far enough away from the road that they could be anyone. Um, there's a decent group of them, um, but you probably, uh, well, what did you get? You got some nat 20s in there. So yeah, I think you can count that there is not 30 people there. You you count about 20 of them. Um, during the time you're scouting, you're looking for um, their scouts. They seem to have two people posted on the furthest, closest end of the structure itself, um, which is still quite far off of the road and a little down um, towards the shoreline. So it gives you actually a decent perspective from up here. Um, you get the sense that those two scouts are really almost like doorman level. They're not really sitting there watching the road. It's more just make sure someone is alert nearby. Um, there's some like light movement in there. You get the idea that maybe they're, they're kind of camping out right now and they seem to be quite relaxed um, and not on like a high alert. But there doesn't seem to be enough of them. Um, however, you do find a good vantage point, an area on the other side of the road that's high enough up you can kind of keep a good eye on the area and come uh, see who's coming and going. Um, then I guess begins the stakeout itself as you guys remain uh, up here. I will take a group stealth check and we'll set it at 40 again. 40 is essentially a DC of 10 four people so it's, it's, an, it's an average <laughs> what if My what if i sit stationary and which i think move. is like i'm bringing if I anything know. it should be maybe a little harder because <laughs> none of you are uh uh there's there's pl there's pluses and minuses all over the place here will has some tactical advantage and fire is naturally very stealthy but i don't know if any of you have really ever had to hide from what could be 30 people before in an opportune <laughs> position to be able to scout them out and stay there um so i think it averages out as a nice average 10 what is that you did it though right mm -hmm. um we just to show it. my working as a dm there because i think a lot of dms watching other dms are like ah oh, they're just throwing numbers around and i try not to do it um but it's all quick math but not math so um we totaled 52 52 check I contributed uh, my natural yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys are good. And I think for the next few hours, you um, you sit here and uh, you learn you learn some stuff and I'll give you the information. Um, they have a group that goes out and patrols up and down the road. Um, uh, at one point, maybe after about an hour or so, you see about 10 um, uh, of these bandits return. Uh, to the camp they are uh, coming back with packs they move to the center of the group and the group bundle up and throw a bunch of things on the ground um, clearly this group of 10 went out and hit a car on the road or something and they come back and they show whatever they've got it seemed to be mostly food as they started uh, uh, started um, kicking up their campfires and cooking some food and then um, about two hours or so after that uh, another group of 10 head out, um, heading away from Gore's Point, heading south down the road. There's still 
living that bandit lifestyle with them using this as kind of the hideout not hiding too much but also still sending out groups to um to hit the uh hit the road i think after about two hours after they had left um you notice that group of 10 return again they're on a kind of cycle uh of group leaves every two hours so let's work this out and returns every two hours so I'm just going to work out the exact time for you because it might be useful. I don't know if you want to use it, but I do. So let me... Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys would have left about 11 a.m. So 11 a.m. You did a 20-minute walk, so I'm just going to round that down to nothing. Um, so 11 a.m. They came back after two hours. So the two-hour cycle is 11 a.m., uh, 1 p.m. and then 3 p.m. Wow, I can type really well. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying to you? About every two hours, a group returns and then leaves and then returns again. Do you want me to do this all the way up until nightfall? Because I don't know uh, what other information you'd be using. No, if that if that's just the main thing we got. So every two hours they send out a group and then they tend to return along later? Yes. What it means is this for you. And this was an accident, but I love it. Um, it means that you can either hit them when there are 10 people away, so there's 10 less of them. Or you can hit them just as that group returns because they all tend to bundle up and see what loot they got. Uh, but there will be 10 more of them there. Um... Right. I think really that is the most pivotal information. You do notice every now and then a scout will go up towards Gore's Point just to check that there isn't like a militia building. Is You get the idea is that kind of a thing. But generally speaking, that's just like one scout that runs up the road and runs back down. And I think during that time, every time you guys all hunker down and wait for them to pass and stuff. Um, but that seems to be kind of less. That's just they do that randomly. Okay. Uh, uh, that's it. Now, I am willing to other... fast forward through to, you know, when you do the Skyrim wait here for nine hours yeah, thing? We, we until press, yeah. press T and put the slider on the <laughs> Yeah, <ball>. until dark. <laughs> um, uh, there is one question that's okay. kind of going to impact my answer pretty heavily, which is, can I spot the leaders? Oh, uh, absolutely, yes. You uh, recognize the people that you wish to recognize. Um, you recognize down there... Um, so I... I don't actually know what Mackin looks like. I don't think. I've, mm, I've okay. never actually seen his face. Um, but I can probably spot Boro because he's huge. And I can spot Darrow if he's with them. Uh, yep. I know um, Mackin by name. <laughs> yeah, Mackin probably just um, fits in and blends among the other bandits that are down there. There are a couple of orcs um, down there with the group, with the uh, um, the Leon Viperum. For the most part, it seems to be um, humans, and there are a few elves who are, who tend to be the um, scouts. Um, there are um... so you would recognize you would recognize Borrow. Borrow, for the most part, doesn't move. The reason you can pick Borrow out is that Borrow seems to be sitting almost like a king at the far end of the ruin. Um, it's actually he's so far away and so lost among the walls that exist. That I think you only get a glimpse of him once or twice. Um, but he is absolutely enormous. Um, one of the biggest orcs any of you might have ever um, laid your eyes on. 
um, and just warrior bred everything you could imagine. Um, this huge orc with uh, um, a huge uh, ponytail of hair that runs all the way down um, his back, covered in um, scarification, battle scars, and uh, tattoos, and wearing an enormous like wolfskin coat. Um, you recognize Darrow for sure. Darrow looks not good, I think, compared to how you remember him, just being a Fletcher in town. He looks haggard, um, and you see him a bunch. He is moving around and seems to be moving between the groups as they sit or sleep during the day, or maybe they're kind of grouping up and just having conversations among themselves because they're all friends, right? Um, Darrow doesn't seem comfortable. He moves around a lot. doesn't seem like he belongs. And then the third person that would stand out to you would be the tiefling, tiefling uh, Clistex. Um, every now and then, there's just fire bolts um, that launch at things. Um, and uh, I think maybe uh, that would be the most obvious thing because um, uh, she seems to just be continually drawing up flame um, and firing them at things. Uh, and uh, bits of this... Uh, lighthouse maybe at one point you see her kind of just launching off these fire-based spells and watching the rubble fall into the sea um almost childlike but also kind of wild little maniacal um and uh yeah i guess so you wouldn't recognize Macken necessarily um for the most part it's just groups that are moving around they're quite spread out kinda in in the separate rooms as well the fireball strat would be useful for taking out um Probably a, a room of them, but down there you're looking at, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, kind of six rooms. Again, this isn't a, a proper structure, but there are walls that might impede the fireball's ability to, like, fill the full 30 uh, foot radius thing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the info I think that makes sense. Most of them just look like uh, bandits and uh, a couple of them look like a bigger, stronger orcs. Um, Boro by far looks like a, a legitimate warrior. Um, the same way people probably look at Will, honestly. You know, he comes in and he's got that hardened look to him like he's seen battle and he's got these um, weapons and that um, uh, wealth of uh, knowledge that comes with... Uh, actually active battle and service um borrow has that kind of sense to him um yeah i don't know if you'd really recognize there doesn't seem to be any tactics beyond the uh the basic banditry tactics of uh of yeah send them out um let's see here so this would be let me just find out when the sun sets about 7 p.m wouldn't it so so that works out well uh leaves okay t the sun sets around 7 p.m which is about the time that one of these groups is going to leave mm. so yeah i'm leaning towards going when and there's you less told of them. amara when night falls but she was gonna just wait for you to create a ruckus right yes uh, and she is probably you know what give me another group uh perception and you need to be 85. She's standing behind me again and I'm talking shit again. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> if she's staking out the area as well, she might find us. Yeah. 
She's probably here somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's a 56. Uh, That's close enough. <laughs> yeah, she's probably here somewhere is the uh, sense you get. You say the tiefling was going out with them or was she staying behind? Uh, no, the tiefling doesn't go out. No, it seems okay, it just seems to send out little bods out. You don't really recognize any of the... Um, the Darrow doesn't go out with the scouting group. Uh, Borrowed never leaves, even the bank room. And uh, Clistex is kind of moving around. I think you probably get a good look at her every now and then. And uh, this will be the first time, actually, that some of you see her, I think. Did you all see her at some point or not? I don't recall. I think, I think we did. You saw um, a kind of a tiefling just igniting at the marketplace, hmm. right? Um, you mentioned it when we were up on the rooftops. I can't remember <laughs> if we were all on the rooftops to catch that view or if it was like just... Yeah. Me and fire or something. I can't remember. Well, I'll remind you anyway. For, from this distance, you don't get any like any particular detail, obviously. But every time you do see this um, relatively short tiefling, um, uh, quite thin, um, she has a very pale pink uh, hue to her skin. Her horns are very thin. They point um, uh, straight up from her hairline and... Uh, She's wearing a cloak that is kind of a raggedy thing. Um, it almost looks like a patchwork thing and it has lots of scorch marks on it. Bits of it kind of burnt and missing all over it. Um, just a kind of wildness, wildness to her movements. Very open uh, movements in her hands and swings herself around corners and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I think that's probably what you'd see from here. Um, yeah, so... Let me give you what I just wrote down, and it is uh, this. Uh, 11 a.m., they returned. One, they left. Three, they returned. Five, they left. Oh, no. Oh, I got it wrong. There we go. So they, re they left then. So actually, they're going to return at seven, which means they're going to leave at nine. So... It's up to you when you want to hit them, um, but I would say one of those two times tactically makes sense for you. I so they you. will be leaving at 9 p.m. Until about 9 p.m. there will be the full um, force of Leon Viperum down there. Um, and uh, I think we'll go for the seven. Well, because we if told, you hit it right told... now, they're about to come back. I think that's what's happening. The yep. sun just set, and the, you see a group of ten moving back sacks and satchels filled with uh burying loots from some poor merchant down the road oh since we did tell amara nightfall and if the light is starting to fade around seven i think we'll do it right as they get back and try to catch them gathered around with their nose in the loot and i guess set up merlin for the the big old catch 15 to 20 of them in a fireball okay yeah, um, you guys watch as the group return. You maybe um, pick yourselves up from the area that you're in, begin to um, collect yourselves. The adrenaline kicks up as they, as now is the go time. Presumably whenever you kick up a, a ruckus is when Amara will take that as a signal from wherever she is to get in there and, and kidnap um, Plistex. Um, you guys probably start moving down the hill following as this group um, of 10 return, you maybe lose a little sight of them and kind of now have to play it by ear as you uh, 
uh, the four of you move down the hillside. Will, not being very quiet, but probably letting the other three lead uh, somewhat. Actually, what are you doing? Is this going to be a stealthy thing, or are you guys just going to run based on a timing that means as soon as you hear them go, look what we got, and they throw all the loot out, that's when you well, launch a fireball in and run in guns blazing. So I have a genius plan. <laughs> What's the plan? Again. You can, you can tell us uh, what it is. Uh, and we can assume genius. that's what you've been plan. discussing over the last, yeah, like... Yeah, the, the genius plan is I'm just going to openly confront them with the other three supporting from the sidelines, unless one of them feels they'd be more useful jumping into the fray. But also, I'm thinking, because of the ruckus of all this crap being carried around and 10, 20 people running back and forth, I don't think they're going to hear me even though I make tons of noise. Like, if everybody is hauling tons of junk, I feel like I could probably walk right up. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, is... I wasn't going to make you roll either way. I just wanted to see what you were going to do. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I think I, it's a matter of kind of trailing. <laughs> you guys kind of trail the, the, the group of 10 that have returned in to their own camp. Um, and we'll find out how that goes next week. I think. Oh, no. <laughs> genius no plan time. Yeah, genius go. plan time. Um, no, that worked out really well for you, and I'm not going to adjust it in the week. That sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but everything I said sounds sarcastic. But I was potentially going to have 10 more of them show up halfway through that battle. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> which is why when you were like, oh, they... Uh, uh, I'll scout the place out and see if they have any patrols coming and going. I was like, yeah, fair play. You just probably just uh, blew the battle wide open, kind of. Um, good shit. Good choices. Um, face down Arias in a in a in a verbal showdown, which I don't know who was expecting that, but um, we'll see how this goes next week. There's a lot of them. So this should be interesting to see. Um, I have a feeling it's either going to be Merlin kills all of them in one, <laughs> or it goes absolutely horribly, because that <laughs> seem to be the two ways combat go in this show, and I don't know yeah. if that's me or you or neither or who knows, dice rolls. Um, tune in next time, next Thursday for it. Until then, we'll do a quick round of shout-outs. You can find out where to go to find all of these people and what they're up to and things and stuff. Let's start with um, Will. Uh, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore Excalibur playing variety games every night. And right now, that variety just means League of Legends until Total War Warhammer 3 comes out very soon, which I will be binging on extremely hard. So come check it out if you want to see strategy shenanigans. Nice. Uh, what about you, Leah? Um, you can find me doing lots of variety playing XCOM 2 at the moment. I just, I don't know, I woke up one day and went, I want to play XCOM. So we're just playing XCOM. Um, and doing lots of wild RP. Yay. Twitch.tv for slash Leah. Yay. What about Disby? Hi, I'm Disby Arix. I played Merlin for you today. You can find me here, Twitch at Twitter, Disby Arix. I play variety and roleplay. And yeah, thanks for coming out, everybody. Great session, everyone. Thank you, thank you for the good times. And last but not least, Brutal Brianna. Hi, you can find me, Brutal Bri, everywhere. I hate you so much, Brad. Um, today was really fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, even though I was silent for most of it. I was just in fire's head, <laughs> just like getting into your future character. As the, the wheels were just turning, yeah. and I'm like, oh god. Unless you're, but, uh, yeah. 
uh, mm -hmm. group leader, you will have to be silent for the rest of your life if you join them. Yay! So. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, I stream basically every day now. I've been playing variety and then uh, role playing on wild RP at night. So mm. it's been very fun. And someone else has been doing a lot of wild RP, Brad Woto, <laughs> on twitch.tv slash Brad Woto, so free doesn't stream it. I haven't streamed it, but uh, I might do. I was going to stream it yesterday, but then we ended Spellwind and I was so weirdly tired. And I think I'm just a little bit unwell, just yeah. slightly. T I was like, eh, eh, nothing will happen. We definitely um, weren't up way too late last night playing together and making jokes in character uh, it was we so funny <laughs> that i almost threw up at one point and it was so you know when you've got like a cough and like it just means yeah. that like it all goes wrong when you're laughing and coughing and i was yeah. i literally almost threw up it was so good um yeah i think i might actually stream some of that wild rp stuff i think sundays i might just do like one stream a week so let's hope stuff yes. happens on sundays only and not all the other days um but i'm also playing Bannerlord. Uh, on my own channel and that's it so uh, tune in to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden here on Table Story tomorrow and the final gift the Warhammer 40k only war show that we've got going on Saturdays at the moment um, I produced that one which means all the sounds and music is me sitting here eating cake clicking buttons <laughs> like Stanley and then um, Wednesdays we've got Spellwind on until witchcraft and wizardry returns and uh this will be back next thursday thanks so much for playing players and thanks so much for watching watchers see you on the next episode Bye.